I'm Cody. And I'm Elaine. And like you, we are podcasters. But we don't just host podcasts. We also coach podcasters and produce shows too. Every week we go live to answer your questions and help you do what you do best to get your voice out there and make a positive difference. From production and advertising to growth, guests, and engaging with your tribe, you ask and we tell. If you're a purpose-driven podcaster and want to be a part of an amazing community of like-minded people and want to join in on our live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part. You're listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters, presented by Reckless Media. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about uh, launching new shows. And when I say new, it can be for those of us who have gone through the process of launching a second show. I've launched Mm -hmm. a second show. We have done this Facebook Live thing, which is kind of like a show. Mm -hmm. Elaine's launching her next show, Mm -hmm. uh, what, like this next? Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Holy crap. We don't want to do for that. Yes, we do. So, and then we're also talking about relaunching a show when that's appropriate. Maybe you've laid your podcast down for a bit. You're trying to get back into it. We've had a couple of uh, people talking about that lately. I know or, last time we talked about seasons, like people had questions about seasons. Right. Too. And so this kind of ties a little bit off of that, kind of just coattailing off mm-hmm. of that a little bit. And then also uh, we are kind of taking that and talking about like whenever you're changing directions or you're trying to push further down into your niche or you're wanting to experiment with some new ideas Maybe you're going from a weekly to a bi-weekly or to a monthly or whatever that looks like. That's all kind of a relaunch. Maybe you're, we did a rebrand mm-hmm. and it was almost like a relaunch. And I feel like we're actually about to step into that again with the new Yeah, app. and this, that's part of growing is relaunching and constantly... Niching uh, down, pivoting, all of that. Which is all kind of a word for the same thing, yes. right? And so the other thing we were going to look at talking about is just why are you a purpose-driven podcaster? If you're part of this group, you obviously identify as someone who is purpose-driven in your podcasting endeavor. So guys, feel free to comment anything you have going. How's your week going? What's going on? What's new in your podcast? What's something that's been on your on your heart, on your mind, or really on your nerves about podcasting lately? Comment that in the comment section. Ah, the mirroring gets me. Over there or down there, wherever you're watching. I'm going to use my hands a lot for yeah. this apparently. Very visual. <clears throat> yep. So we're settling in. We're getting ready. And in about two minutes, we're kicking off. Elaine's got stuff she wants to say. Apparently, go for it. <laughs> I was just going to say, also, like I say this every week, I have all of our questions in a document that I will post after this video actually like uploads on Facebook. So you can see all of this if you're um, watching the replay um, or you just want to know the topics and the questions that we talked about and you can like just read them. Um, instead of watching this video, I'll have that linked after the video. Hey, Heather. And also, I don't know how many people know this. We don't really put uh, kind of plug it a whole lot. If you don't have time to catch the replay video of this, we actually put it in podcast format. We're experimenting with that. Don't know how long we're going to Hey, Sophia. And uh, we don't know how long we're going to go with that. But right now, it's uh, something we're trying out. And so if you want to catch this on the uh, – sorry, I got a message about podcast. We have to take this off. Oh. If you get a, if you want to catch this on the on the live somewhere out when you're at the gym or whatever, you can just grab it on mm-hmm. anywhere you find podcasts. So that's another way you can get this as well. Mm-hmm. Can't promise the audio is great because we pull it straight from the Facebook lives because we got too much other it's podcasting fine. stuff. But y'all are podcasters, y'all get but it. if you comment, you get a shout out. So that's true. That's true. If you comment and you find yourself live in this, you do get a shout out from that. I'm gonna go like. Can you like stuff? Why is it not letting me like Maybe things? you're live because you're live. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Heather and Sophia, I tried to like your comments. It's not letting me. I apologize. All right, where are we at? What time is it? Are we ready to go? 
504. I think we're ready to we go. We can go ahead and start. Oh, we're lagging. Oh, there it goes. What's up with that? Facebook Live, don't be like that. What do we got running in the background? Nothing. Okay, Facebook Live should be crazy. Cool, let's just go for it. Launching a new podcast. So here's the deal. Uh, a lot of us obviously already have our podcast going, most all of us. I know there's a few people who have been saying lately, hey, we got a new podcast going. Uh, I want to just kind of take a second and talk about relaunching a podcast, or I guess we can start with launching a new show. Mm -hmm. So Elaine, talk a little bit about what you're doing right now. Yeah, so the reason why um, we're kind of talking about launching, relaunching, all of that is, well, one, there's several people in the group lately who have been talking about how they want to relaunch and rebrand their show. We've talked about seasons and all of that stuff. Um, a lot of people in this group are new podcasters. And are also have been podcasts, but want to have multiple podcasts or have multiple podcasts, as well as me. I'm starting a new podcast in two weeks, November 19th. And so I had asked a question last week about what I should do when launching this show. You know, Cody and I have been doing the Reckless Pursuit podcast for two years now. And there was a lot of things that we did and did not do starting out because obviously we didn't know much about podcasting two years ago. And now that I'm launching a new show in two weeks, I want to just kind of understand how to be better at launching. Should I start my Facebook community? Should I do these things? Should I already have a list of people to send in? Um, reviews and rate my show the day it comes out should I op upload three episodes the week of like all this stuff so I'm in the same boat with a lot of you thank you Sophia yeah so I'm in the same boat and I just I'm learning this with you guys as well and I know Cody a couple months ago launched a new show and so kind of talking about that as well yeah so just kind of branching that if you're looking at starting a new show I just have a few tips or ideas or anything I don't know how you want to word that one is what is the primary purpose for your new show? Uh, maybe you have a certain niche or a passion project, right? And you're wanting to make something a little more businessy or vice versa. Maybe you had something that was already a little more established and you're wanting to do something that's just more fun or you're wanting to do something that is maybe a branch off, you know, a mm -hmm. different part of the niche that's something else you can serve. For me, it was a natural fit because I wanted to be able to uh, have an outlet for my writing I wanted to be able to serve our SEO and our website in a different way, to be really honest. Like what I do over at itinerant is different than what we do at the reckless pursuit. And so it's different, but it's also the same, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same uh, general niche, but one is for people who are more interested in the historical side. One's more current. And so it naturally builds up SEO for the website. We've been getting a lot of actually, I've been seeing quite a bit of search results mm -hmm. hitting because I've started this other show, but I hosted it under the same, website and it's starting to kind of build up our SEO, especially because it's more scripted episode that I can put that full script on there. But my advice to you would be don't get too many irons in the fire. And if you can tie them together some kind of way, that's even better. You know, our main podcast, our main hub, uh, Elaine's is kind of one side of the branch of it and mine's the other. Hers is going toward the more practical life tip type stuff. Mine is going more toward, you know, the historical side of it. And together we have something that's kind of a central mm -hmm. hub incorporates both right and so it makes sense for us to have two podcasts sophia made a comment so i'm using my phone because i don't trust it on here question when do you recommend starting a facebook group 
I've seen bigger podcasters do this as a support feedback group. I'm hoping to put out a survey in this week's episode asking my listeners to help me grow my show. I would highly recommend you do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like hop off this live and go to, no, you can wait to say it, but uh, I'll do it really soon because it doesn't cost you a dime mm-hmm. and Facebook groups are where it's at. If you're going to be on Facebook, uh, Facebook groups, people actually see your interaction. Otherwise they're not going to mm-hmm. Facebook pages, get no interaction anymore. They're just dead in the water, but Facebook groups, <clears throat> Hey Shelly, Facebook groups are where it's at. They're doing really, really well. So I cannot encourage you enough to take off with that Facebook group, which is actually part of launching a new show yeah. or relaunching a current show, which we're going to get into in just a second. So whenever you are launching a new show, your second show, your third show, your 10th show, good Lord, if you have 10 shows, bless your heart. Uh, <laughs> when you're doing that, getting a community together is vital. That's where we messed up so much in the beginning. Go ahead. You can she read said, it. haha, thank you. I was thinking about starting one soon. Yes, absolutely. Start mm-hmm. it because the worst that can happen is you don't have, you don't have a lot of members at which first, I which was is gonna part say, of it. Yeah. Cause I actually launched a Facebook group back in, I think it was like early September. I don't have anybody in this group. Um, well, cause you haven't launched yet. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause I haven't launched my podcast. Uh, I actually had a request um, from some random person I don't know, I don't know where she came from, wanting to be in the group. And honestly, I have it pending because I don't even have like a welcome to, you know, this community video or anything. And honestly, the only way that, other than I guess like recommended Facebook groups, so the only way that she could have found it was through my website. But I haven't really told anyone that I have a Facebook group. And so I'm kind of in the same boat, but I don't have anybody in the group because I was like, should I wait till the day of? Well, and so, should I start incorporating now? Like, I don't know. Should I add people? Wait till they come? Well, and this goes into if you're already podcasting, excuse me, or if you are uh, launching a new show either way, there are a few certain tools you can use to help people find your show, right? You can't really depend. iTunes is trying to get better. Spotify is pretty decent. Um, iTunes just released a thing. It's in beta right now mm-hmm. where it actually pulls words. Uh, keywords from different episodes so your entire script it kind of uses like an ai to go through read it and it uh, kind of propagates those into search results based on like some kind of hierarchy of ranking right so there's stuff hey eric and so there's there's a little bit of that going on there's those are both good ways to uh i guess like there's the obvious ways like oh how do you get found you get found through spotify word of mouth is huge that's the biggest thing but the interesting thing, Sophia, about Facebook groups is whenever you go through and make one, you can put tags to it. Hey, Seth. And whenever you put tags to a Facebook group, you are enabling people to find it. And we get a lot of people. Uh, we've had people join this group. We have had, hey, if you're watching this, shout out if you found this. What up, fan? Love the lights. Thank you. I went with green today. I like green. It's my favorite color. Sorry, I'll shut up. Uh, and so we went with... Uh, where was I at? I lost my train of thought. Darn it, Seth. No. Okay, so when you go through and you tag your, your Facebook group, people can find you that way. We've had members come from both ways. Uh, uh, whenever you just tag it, we've had people come that didn't even know the podcast that joined in on the action in the group simply because uh, because we had those tags out there and available, and that was kind of like how they found us, and they actually started listening to our show because mm-hmm. of that. And so Facebook groups absolutely vital, uh, at least if you're wanting to build community. And mm-hmm. guys, if y'all have any recommendations for other ways to build community outside of trying to host it on your own website, let me know because I know a lot of people have beef. Hey, Scott. 
yeah, so I know a lot of people have beef with Facebook. They have beef with, like, I get it, Zuckerberg, all that stuff. Well, but, some people just aren't on Facebook. Right, but most people are, unless you're dealing with a younger audience. I feel like most people well, are on d- Facebook. Didn't you say that Reddit has, like, a group or not really? You can do forums with Reddit. That's another way you can do groups. Uh, the only problem, one, but The only problem with Reddit is it can get really violent. There's a lot of trolls. I don't uh, know Reddit. And it's easier to hide behind... I guess, a false identity online, which for some conversations may be good, Mm -hmm. and for other conversations may be really frustrating. So anyway, Facebook groups are great. Shelly said something. People are now joining my Facebook group because of my podcast. Absolutely, and that's the thing about it is it goes both ways. People can find you through Facebook to join your group, or they can get your pot, and that kind of serves them your Mm -hmm. podcast, or because they listen to your podcast, they can find your group. Either way, it's a central place to build that community. Sophia, I've been... Plateauing. Oh gosh, thank you. Plateauing at the same amount of listeners each week, so hopefully starting a group will get it out yeah, there. Yeah, that's a great way to engage um, conversation with your audience and listeners. And um, one of the ways that you can actually hear from your audience is through the Facebook group, and you can do polls and ask them questions about topics that they want to listen to, because a lot of times you may be super passionate about one thing, but your audience wants to hear something completely different or a, a different, um, you know, subtopic of what you're already talking about. And so it's a great way to um, just kind of gauge your audience of where they're at and what they want to listen to. Yes, yeah, Scott said, I think it depends on where your audience is at. I've got a large following on LinkedIn if that helps with, and that helps with hits. Uh, yeah, completely. And so that's kind of uh, just kind of mirroring back. If you have a younger audience, Facebook is not where no. you want to be. Uh, you want to be on something like um probably Instagram, TikTok, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, that's just, that's you're not going to find young people on Facebook. If you're wanting more business, you're going to go more toward LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally despise LinkedIn. I'm sorry. I know people get mad at me for it. I don't like LinkedIn. I'm not going to put my time into something I don't like, which is a whole other conversation in and of itself, which can kind of go into another. I guess it kind of ties into what we're going to talk well, about. I was going to say, the target for our podcast and the audience that we have would not be on LinkedIn. That's very true. So, of course, we're not going to take the time to learn LinkedIn because that's not where our people are, specifically with our podcast. LinkedIn is great for business, and that's awesome, but it doesn't work for us. But if it works for you, um, that's great. Like, stay with that. Keep engaging with the audience that you have wherever it's at. All right. So, um, my key. Okay. Please let us know how to say your name. I'm really bad with pronunciation. I don't want to keep messing it up. Is it May? Is it my? Either way, welcome. Thank you for joining with us. Forgive me for my terrible, I think I butchered it last time when you joined it. So please let me know how to properly say your name so I can quit messing up. Uh, so anyway, um, sorry, that re- I felt really bad. After the last live, I'm like, I think I butchered her name. So I'm really bad about that. Scott said, I also share my videos to my YouTube account, and that has helped grown subscribers almost 3K in the past year, announcing episodes in the community feature, which helps grow downloads. YouTube's an interesting place because I feel like it's very slow growing. We do YouTube uh, videos. We do snippets, actually. We take, like, mm-hmm. highlight reels. We uh, Even more than YouTube, Instagram TV has yeah. been a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to experiment putting our same videos that we use for Instagram TV and uh, YouTube on TikTok because mm-hmm. it's already formatted in the 9.16 instead of 16.9, which yeah. is what you use for TikTok and Instagram, Instagram TV. So... Uh, yeah, I completely agree. You can use YouTube to help grow that. It's just really learning who your audience is and where they're at. 
but kind of talking about the relaunching of a current podcast, because I feel like this is a big way. And Sophia, just to kind of give a shout out here with what you were saying, uh, if you go into doing actually a relaunch, it can be a great way to get a quick boost to mm-hmm. your podcast numbers and people excited about your show. And so when I say a relaunch, I just want to talk a little bit about what that could be. It could be something as brave and bold as what Heather Perry did in the group where she actually took down everything, scrapped everything she had, started from the ground up, and basically got with... Unconventional leader. Yeah, there you go. And uh, she grabbed everything and, like, picked out a few of the interviews that she liked from the past and would kind of release those on certain days. And then she uh, just started fresh with a new intro, Mm -hmm. tried to up her quality on everything, and she's not scared to experiment. So a relaunch could be something as big as that, or it could be something as simple as, hey, I'm changing my intro music, we're changing our direction, we're going to a few extra episodes a month, we're going back a little bit, we got to backscale so we can produce. can be great for that. For sure. You say, hey, I'm on season two now, this mm-hmm. is a new feel, a new vibe. Uh, we kind of did that, we didn't use seasons, but back in March? When, when did we do that? February? March, the mind mapping exercise? Well, we did that, but when did we actually kind of like change our intro and rebrand? January. Podcast? January, okay. Yeah, it was oh, right yeah. after New Year. Okay, so we... Seth wants to know, how does Instagram TV work? Okay, just a second. <laughs> we will get to that in just a second. Let me finish my tra- train of thought before I lose it. So, uh, you've already done that to me once, Seth. No, anyway. Uh, so, you have um, a relaunch. It could be as big as like gutting your show, re-releasing, or... It could be uh, as simple as, hey, we're changing the feel of things. We're having to back off so we can give more time and more value into the episodes we're doing. We're changing our time. We're going to every day. We're going to once a week. Anything like that can be something like that. But the key comes to how you do it. And you have to get people excited about it. And how do you do that? It's literally get in Messenger or mm-hmm. your text threads or wherever your people are people. at commenting and connecting. Say, hey, I'm doing this relaunch. I, I need everyone to show up. Host a watch party on Facebook. Mm-hmm. This is something I really want to kind of get into a little bit more is doing watch parties on stuff. So if anyone has any advice on watch parties, let us know. Watch party or make a live event the day of. So a lot of people do this whenever they're launching a business or writing a new, bo- a new book. The same thing with the podcast, whether you're relaunching your podcast or you're um, having a new podcast, make an event page and invite your friends and family, whoever, anyone online, um, for the day that your new show uh, launches or relaunches. And that's another way to getting it in front of your audience and getting people excited about it. Yeah, for sure. And we'll come Make back. Make a big deal about it. We'll come back to that and just say, I want to answer Seth's question. I don't want to leave him hanging. Uh, so how does that work, Instagram TV? Here's how we do it. Uh, it's different for everyone. Instagram TV is up to 10 minutes. Correct. You're the Instagram mm-hmm. person. You want to tell you, you do this. You're the Instagram <laughs> person. Dang. Okay. So what we do is, so we take... Um, a uh, couple minute clips, it's give or take every Between week. two and ten. Yeah. Normally it's about five minutes. Yeah. Um, so Instagram TV, like we said, it can go up to ten minutes. But we take our, a snippet from our Zoom interviews and kind of post that in, formatted to Instagram TV with the little um, the episode title and the number. <laughs> and I think the guests, too, their name on there. Yeah, yeah. I can I can show people real quick what it looks mm-hmm. like. I'll pull it up. Um, I'm going to close out of Facebook here for a second. And the, ahead, cool thi- the cool thing about Instagram TV is, um, which actually for me, I've, I've recognized this unless you have a big name um, or like a big title or I've been in the industry, um, you need to, but you can add your Instagram TV uh, to your main feed on Instagram. 
And so, which you can actually change the cover photo to either something from the video, or if you're really into aesthetically pleasing Instagram feeds, which a lot of people are, you can pick a photo that matches your feed as the cover photo that has nothing to do with your video or whatever you want to make it. And the reason why I say that you should do this is because I've recognized that if you don't put it in your main feed, nobody's actually going to go take the time to go to your Instagram TV channel unless, like I said, you have that big title. And even then, people who have been in the industry still put it in their main feed to get people going. Sure. Because, so, Seth, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, so go ahead. whenever you're scrolling, like it automatically plays and stuff. Yeah. So, so Seth, I'm just going to show you what this looks like, and I'm going to use you since you were on our show. No, decline. Do not call me right now. Okay, Seth, so this is what Instagram TV kind of looks like, and it literally just, sorry, I got to back it up here, and it's just a video, and the way I do it is I, stop calling me pops, so uh, I just stack the video, um, it's literally cut out of Zoom, and I stack them both one on top of the other, and uh, down here we have the show title, and right here in the middle we have basically just like a big catchy title, and then our logo's up top. Which we actually, you can do it all I was going to say, we actually incorporate all of our show notes into the description for the Instagram TV. This yes. is best if you do it on the computer. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the only way you can do it. I don't know if you can post anymore, but I do everything from. I was gonna say you can. Put, I know that you used to be able to post videos from your phone on to Instagram TV, but we actually do it from the computer and just pull all of our show notes into it. And you can always go back in and comment your hashtags underneath um, the show notes because that'll be your main caption for the video. And you can also share that to Facebook as well, too. Yeah, and that's so a lot of we we cross post. We use mm -hmm. ours and share them straight over to Facebook as well to kind of help garner traffic there. It's really easy. It's not hard. I have a template set up in Final Cut. You can use Premiere. You can use iMovie. It doesn't really matter. And I just have it where I just kind of drag the videos. I stack them, and I put it. It's in 916. So if you think 16.9 is this, what you're watching us in, 916 mm -hmm. is this. So Maybe you can post that tutorial in the group yeah if people want that tutorial I will do a tutorial for it just let me know uh, it'll take me a second to get that up but it's not it's not complicated uh, but Instagram TV is great for video now uh, just to kind of back trail just a little bit on this how we get our video in the first place even on our solo episodes we do video mm -hmm. we do not use zoom's audio for us personally yeah. we still record locally but I always have zoom running if we are uh, doing even a solo because I want that video so you mm -hmm. can use it that's to multi connect with you so they can see like your face and actually see the voice or the, the face behind the voice which goes back to what Scott was saying because you can take that same piece of video you can flip it one way and use it for Instagram TV you can flip it another way and use it for YouTube and then you can use it for cutting out clips if you want to whatever you want to do but it's easy to kind of break it up. Seth, yes, explain in time like a kindergartner. I'm good on audio editing, but video is foreign to me. I will do a tutorial on that, Seth, and I will drop it in the, uh, in the, what, I guess, in the group. Mm -hmm. Not in this comment section, but I'll drop yeah, it in, in the, the group. group. And just give me a day to get that done, because I'll have to, like, screen record it. It's everything. really easy. It's not complicated. Yeah, and it's as complicated as you want to make it. I, we make ours look really, like, I don't know, I think they look good. I make them, so I think they look good. Not everyone puts that much time into it. Some people, here's another option, uh, whenever they get through, we do this for our stories, but you can mm -hmm. do it for Instagram TV as well because since you can actually put links in Instagram TV, that's yeah. the big thing about Instagram TV, right? You can put links in the actual description, which you can't do anywhere mm -hmm. else in other Instagram. Other than your bio. Yeah. So if you just kind of take and uh, post the tutorial, <laughs> I will. So if you take your phone, right, this thing right here, 
and you uh, you flip your camera on, and you just grab a quick selfie video of you right after your podcast, and be like, hey, this is what we're talking about this week, and you don't even have to post it right then, because I know a lot of us batch record, like right when you're through editing, hey, this week we talked about, uh, I don't know, the price of, I don't know, Maybe you don't something. know what we talked about this. Week. I'm trying to think of something non-binary. Like <laughs> we talked about Halloween. We you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you talked about, and so you just record like a quick minute or two thing on that. Then whenever your episode comes out, you can post it on Instagram TV. Mm-hmm. It has your links. You can load your links into it, and that way people can actually find you through Instagram TV from your feed, which is kind of a cool bypass yeah. to their weird rule where you can't have stuff in there. All right, going back to relaunching, guys. Keep the comments coming. Uh, we are enjoying got a pretty active feed tonight. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it. So guys, anything else y'all got? Comments, questions, thoughts, anything like that? Keep them flowing. So, okay, I have a question. Okay. Is this so, for me or for everyone? Both. Oh dear. <laughs> so whenever you're launching a new show, a brand new show, whether you've been a podcaster for years or this is your very first podcast ever, whenever you're launching a new podcast, how do you go to about, go about getting ratings and reviews right off the bat? So, I have an interesting idea to this. Okay. Uh, right off the bat, I, for one, ask. Mm-hmm. That's something that I need to do with my new show as well. Uh, I started as a passion project, and I'm realizing I want to keep going with it. So, yeah. I need to start really di- diving down into that, too. But the biggest thing is just message people and ask people that you think are in your niche. Get that group together started. That whole rate review party thing, that whole live, like you were saying, get a group together, go live. And this is something you can do now. It doesn't even have to be a new show. It's like, hey, I really like we're going to have a yeah. review party. Everyone hops on uh, and have everyone walk them through. Another thing you can do is do a screen capture with your phone and show people how mm-hmm. to do it because a lot of people don't even realize. Yeah. I don't think even Spotify has a review section. And if they did, I had the hardest time finding it mm-hmm. on my phone. Uh, so I know iTunes does. I know you can do it through um, – Podchaser and Stitcher and Google Play and all that. I don't know if Spotify does yet. I think they're kind of behind on that a little bit. Seth said friends and family. Asking friends and family. Yes, absolutely. Friends and family are a huge thing, especially when you're starting out. Uh, Just kind of like a bit of, I guess, sad reality. Once you get going, your friends and family are mostly going to drop off the map. So get that connection while you can, while they're actually listening and it's cool to them. Uh, another thing you can do, and this is something Eric was live in the group. Shout out to Eric Nevins. He is the uh, the creator of uh, the Christian podcast. Halfway there. Well, yeah. Halfway there is his podcast. Yeah. I was talking about his group. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> Christian Podcasters Association. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I zoned out. Oh, welcome back. Yes. And so um, he does an uh, awesome job in there. So if you're a Christian podcaster, you should be in there. But something I did is I literally asked Eric, hey, can I post a thing where, like, if people comment here, we do a review swap. And review swap for other podcasters. Guys, I'll give you the unction right now. I'll post it this week. Let's do some review swaps. It's a great way to get going when you're first starting out. Or if you've been a podcaster for a while and you want to amp up those ratings and reviews. Seth Price says, I found some uh, success with screenshots of reviews I've loved with appreciation and then asking people to rate and view. That's a great sure. idea. I've heard people, I've never heard people do sh- uh, screenshots before, so I really like that. Mm-hmm. Scott said Eric rocks. Yes, he does. I know a, a lot of other people on their podcast um, pick one to two people each week. Yeah, and that, read their reviews. And read their reviews, and they get a shout out from it. So that, I guess it's an incentive. 
Yes, I had a podcast that I followed for a while. Sadly, they pod faded uh, that I really enjoyed. And they read every single review, even if it was terrible, which was quite That's interesting. That's interesting that you would read a bad review. Yep. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just like... No, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. It made me want to go leave them a good review. So, so anyway. we're sharing your views, even the bad ones. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, kind of looping back around here to relaunching. That is all just ways. You can use the term relaunch as a way to start garnering some of that mm -hmm. traffic from people who may listen to your show but have been distracted a little bit with life and stuff. That's a good way to get them back on track. Just to kind of get some engagement, amp back up, get that fire moving, kind of get the, I want to say the numbers, but that's not really what it's about. Mm -hmm. right? It's about getting engagement, which kind of transitions a little bit into the other thing we were going to talk about. What time is it? I have not even been paying attention. It's 5.29. Okay, we're good. So <clears throat> the next thing that I really wanted to uh, talk about, before we get into that, let's just take like a 30-second break. One, uh, plug for ourselves here. If you are a podcaster and you would like a free podcast audit, we have a link up there. That's something we do. It's one-on-one -on -one or I guess two-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. because it's both of us or two-on-two, -two, I guess. You, have a, oh, you get the idea. Yeah. So if you want to talk to us for com completely free, you can click that link. We also uh, produce shows. That's what we do for a living. So uh, yeah, that's not why we do this. We do this because no. we enjoy hanging out with you guys. And we and enjoy learning as well. Not yes. just like teaching and sharing the information that we have, but we also love learning from you guys as well. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and claim I have all the answers because mm -hmm. I don't. So that was our shameless little plug there. And then uh, let's transition into, everyone ready? What's the next thing? What is your why? Right, thanks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, what is your why? Why are you a purpose-driven podcaster? Yeah, and so this is something that I had been thinking about today. This was not on the uh, itinerary to talk about today. I kind of sprung it on Elaine last minute because that's what I Here do. For it. That's what I do. I spring things on people. Oh, and if you have any other comments or anything like that, please go ahead. Questions, comments, keep them flowing. So, uh, why are you a purpose-driven podcaster? What made you get into podcasting? So this is kind of flipping the spectrum. As someone who's been in this for a while now, it's easy to forget why. Why do we do it? Uh, we've been podcasting. We've had our podcast for two years now. Almost right at two years, mm -hmm. something like that. You've been podcasting for longer than that. I've been that. podcasting for a long time. I've been producing podcasts for a long mm -hmm. time before that. And uh, <clears throat> helping people get started. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing that I know I have struggled with, or I say one of the biggest things, is keeping tabs on why I do what I do. Because I guess a lot of people don't really, like we don't talk a whole lot about our shows necessarily, but... Uh, the Reckless Pursuit, our main show, uh, I don't. we don't make a dime from it. And our intention is not to make money from it. I don't want to try to make money from it. I'm not against like, oh, t-shirts, whatever. We won't do a Patreon. We won't do anything like that. Uh, if we wanted to do like courses and stuff, that may be one thing we've talked about. I'm not 100% against that idea. But because of the people and the market we deal with, I'm not comfortable asking anyone to support us if I'm not giving them back even more than just the mm -hmm. show. The show is a service. It's something we do. My other show, I'm going to actually, once I have a set schedule in my head of when I'm going to start uh, doing, bringing in advertisers for that. <clears throat> and of course, our main thing is production. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. But our main show, we don't want to try to make money off it. It's a passion project. It's something we do because we love it. 
and we pour our guts into it and we treat it like it's our business. And we spend, you know, plenty of hours a week, dozens of hours a week pouring our guts out for our show because it's what we love. And it's easy to lose track of that. Especially whenever you start to see numbers, when it becomes a number game. You forget that those numbers equate to people. If you see your numbers drop or you see your numbers are stagnant, it's easy to forget your why. It's easy to get frustrated and sad and, and wonder, why do I do this? Or do people even care? But if you have 100 downloads for your show, a lot of times we forget that's 100 different people yeah. listening to your show. That's 100 people that if we're sitting in your living room, I can almost guarantee you, your living room's too small for 100 people, and that's you know, that's a lot of people to have in your house. And so a lot of times we get so hung up on numbers, and that's an, really easy for us to forget why we podcast, or if we actually, if our podcast even matters to people, and it does, it's necessary. And so with that being said, those numbers can get you down and all that. But if you can just find those few raving fans, mm -hmm. they will do the work if you ask them. All you have to do is say, hey, I need help with this. And that's another thing. Don't be afraid to ask for yeah. help. You know, it's not a you versus the world thing. And if it is a you versus the world thing, I would encourage you to think through that a little bit, a little bit, a little bit better because you probably don't have the best model, right? Like no one can do anything without community. Your podcast is just your voice mm -hmm. without listeners. Which it is why we created this group. Right. So we could have community. Mm -hmm. Community's where it's at. And so just remember, why do you podcast? What is your reason for being a podcaster? Why do you sit behind it and behind the microphone and slave on editing and all this just to try to produce a show? And I just want to encourage, we can talk more about this later because I think we're actually going to wrap up pretty soon. Uh, so if anyone has any final questions, now would be your chance. But just sit back, maybe write down a few reasons of why do I podcast. And that will help you to understand the direction you need to be mm -hmm. going. Because if you're anything like us, when you first got started, you had a, an idea in your head. And as you went, that idea grew and it changed. Mm -hmm. And that's good. It's okay to change. But, it's necessary to change. Yes. But what also happens is outside influence starts coming in. Someone says something like, well, why don't you do this? Or they start questioning your motives. And you either can take that in, which is what so many of us do, or you can just say, no, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. But a lot of times whenever we get moving along, there are things that happen that kind of shift our perspectives. And whenever you start shifting your perspective, you start losing sight of why you do what you do and you end up getting burnt out. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's a challenge to us this week for anyone who makes it to this end of the video here to write down a few things of why am I a purpose-driven podcaster? What is my purpose and what am I driving towards? Mm -hmm. So with that, my voice is tired and it's Friday night and we don't want to keep anyone longer than necessary mm -hmm. so we're going to let you guys go thank you guys so much for all of the questions if you have any more questions and you catch this later feel free to go ahead and drop them we will add them to next week's episode and you have anything else elaine no. good all right go and create on purpose Happy thanks guys Friday. bye thanks for listening to purpose driven podcasters if you want to be a part of our free live calls click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part of our community we look forward to seeing you there Elaine and I are not just podcast hosts, 
We're also producers. If you're looking for a coach or a production team for your show, visit us at recklessmedia.co or click the link in the show notes. We have a free one-on-one podcast audit to help you get going in the right direction or to fine-tune your show. Again, that's recklessmedia.co. And until next time, go and create on purpose.